This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 48 of Healthy Critters Radio on the Horse Radio Network. Healthy Critters Radio is brought to you by Biostar US. Find them online at biostarus.com. On today's show, we chat with Eileen Kenny, creator of Hoofits Footwear. Tigger answers a question about the differences a whole food diet makes. In Critter Nutrition, we learn how to support a healthy liver. And in Coffee Clatch, we describe ourselves as our dogs would describe us to other dogs. Join in. are you, my petty pea? Well, Tiggy, I am good. The weather has been beautiful. It's uh, actually been quite nice. But I got to tell you, I um, and I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this, but I have just been very recently, and I don't know why, been getting on Facebook and seeing these videos of these hurt animals. And I'm not talking about like kind of hurt, but like people that have poured motor oil over a dog and they are showing the dog in distress and pain. I just, I mean, I actually just got in messenger today, um, from somebody, I don't even know who it is. Um, you know, uh, uh, this is kind of on, on a sideline, a, a woman watching a babysitting a baby that had to be eight months old. Who's beating it. I got to tell you something. I don't want to see that. I would rather hear about the end of it. I want to know that people have rescued dogs that have been burned in motor oil or whatever, but I don't need to see the dog in pain. And that's just me. It just kills me. I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I've been seeing it a lot recently on Facebook. I, I can't, I can't look at it. Yeah. I, I, I scroll by it. Um, but what do you do when it catch? Like you see part of the video happening and it's just like, Oh my, like it just, it just ruins me. Oh, it, 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 it upsets me for, for quite a while, yeah. but I, I focus on the fact that for all the troubles that social media has brought us, yeah. the, the exposure of this, that's yes. how change happens. No, you're right. You're truly, truly, truly right. And this is kind of where I struggle with this, but I just don't need to see the video of the dog when they found it after it's been burned. And I mean, show me the picture of he's recovered. I don't want to see the video of him whimpering and suffering. I, yeah. I mean, I'd maybe rather, not that I'd rather see any of this, a picture is better, but the videos, they just, the, it's the videos that get me. I guess I should clarify. I mean, the pictures get me too. I just don't want to see and hear. Well, I think what it highlights is just how much abuse is out there. It does. And and if you extrapolate it further, the abuse to the animals is abuse to other humans, is abuse to the trees and the plants and other animals. I mean, it's it's this whole cycle of of abuse and. Um, and we can do something about it. That's the good news. It's- that is, and that's a good it, that's a good good way to look at it because you've made me feel better too about just thinking about. I know it's great exposure and people, and I know it's it's sort of like when we were going through the hurricane and how everybody loves to complain about their 
everybody's hidden or quite open addictions to Facebook. Um, it saved a lot of <laughs> lives. It helped yes. a lot of animals. It really did. And I was so grateful for that. And I, um, and it was funny cause I had a different, different feeling about it for a weeks, you know, cause I try so it's so easy to get addicted to looking at, you know, and, um, but that's a good way that is, it's great exposure. Um, I guess, but I wish, I just wish there was a way to do it that didn't, um, I mean, oh God, I guess I, I already feel bad enough about this stuff as it is. It's just the seeing part of it, <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, I'll, I'll oh, donate. Terrific. I'll, it's yeah, terrific. it really is. It really is. But, um, like you said, it's a good way. It's a very good way to get the, um, people out there knowing, but like, it is also good with all the rescue groups. Um, I try very hard to share when I know, you know, dogs are need to go and foster. And I know that just sharing it has helped a lot of dogs get into the proper foster, foster house. Yes, so that's a yes. good thing. Very and, good thing. And getting dogs just adopted out of shelters. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's, and we're now in the conversation, you know, yeah. meaning that more people are talking about abuse and recognizing it in yeah. in animals and yeah. and certainly with what's come out on you know how women are treated by oh, some yeah. humans yes um, so it feels to me like it's all reaching a crescendo not that it's going to change overnight but that everybody is sort of waking up and going, you know, this really is a problem and we need to do something about it. And I guess you're and right. That includes just the some serious yeah. penalties to people who abuse animals. Oh and God, humans. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Well, amen. I mean, okay. So good, good twist to that, Tigger. That was thanks. good. I, thank you. Uplifting. Good for you. Balloons and flowers there everywhere. There we go. Now. Gold star and sparkle Gold for Tigger. star. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we, we are now at the interview segment of our show, and I am quite excited because we are interviewing a very dear friend of mine who happened to be the main of otter in my wedding. We met in college, Eileen <laughs> Kenny of Hoofits, and um, we are excited to have you on the show. We just, you know what? People don't know what we're talking about. Explain what a Hoofits is. To explain the whole thing, how you got started, the whole nine yards. Bring us on the journey. Well, you got it. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for having me on the show. It's a, it's an honor. I appreciate that. And I'm excited to be here. Good. So I want to tell you about this um, fun and exciting new product that I am making. I'm bringing it to the market here in the U.S. It's been in the works for about four years, so it's finally coming to fruition, which is very exciting for everyone involved. And what they are, Hoofit, and it's spelled H-O-O-F-I-T-Z, and they are little rain boots for children and They're also so women. And they uh, look like a horse and have a tail and they leave a hoof print when you <laughs> gallop around. So they're a lot of fun. We've had a great reception for them in all of our marketing groups and stuff. And, and we just think it's going to be a hit. And every little kid and every woman that sees these just loves them. And I'm excited for that because, you know, I remember when I was a little girl, as I'm sure a lot of you people there in the audience can remember, I used to, you know, pretend with my friends we were horses. So we'd gallop around yeah. outside. We'd we did that in little... college. What are you talking about? Well, we did that too. <laughs> that's another but, episode. Uh, yeah, Never mind. These... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another uh, discussion. <laughs> anyway, we'd make these little jumps and through the woods and stuff. And so we thought, you know, we'd gallop around and think we we're horses. And it really sparked our imagination and we were free and it was just wonderful. So fast forward 30 years in life and I'm this working student in Northern Virginia, 
and I'm kind of, you know, down in the dumps. It's winter time, and I, I don't know where my life is going with the horses, and I'm trying real hard to make a go of it. And I'm I'm leading horses in and out, you know, from the field to the back 40 to get to the person to tack them up and let them ride and untack them and take them back at the next one in. And I remember just looking down the whole time, leading these horses back and forth. I'm looking at my footprints in the dirt, thinking about stuff, and I'm looking at the horse's footprints next to them. And I thought, all of a sudden it dawned on me, wouldn't that be cool to be able to make these hoofprints? Yeah. You know, because yeah. like we walk and then they look so neat. So then I oh, thought, it's well, so cute. No, it is. It's so cute. It, it's I just love it. I love the, the print. Yeah. So Dansko um, was real popular then with the clogs. And I thought, oh, this would be great for Dansko, you know, to make on the bottom of their clogs. So I called Dansko and no one would ever call me back. So I thought, well, wow. all right, not meant to be. just put it on the back shelf. Then, you know, 20 years later, I'm doing really well in the horse world. I'm training a lot of horses, being quite successful. And I have a client who has a horse that I'm working with. And, you know, we got to be very good friends. And we were sitting over dinner one night and I started to tell them some ideas that I have. I have a bunch of ideas, but they really, really liked this one. And they said, you know, we should do it. And I said, okay, of course. Yes. Of course. Okay. Of course. In Eileen <laughs> fashion. Yes. Yeah. So off we went, uh, starting to learn about how to make boots and footwear and And so I would like to point, I'd like to point out to the audience, and this is something we talked about the other day is, and this is so interesting, um, Jennifer, you know, we went to, we went to college together and we had a brief stint where, um, she continued on at the successfully that we were, um, we were going to try to be models and we would go to New York and go on and go to all these different agencies. And these were just things we would do on a whim. And I just thought, Oh, it's cause we're young and blah, blah, blah. No, it continued on with Eileen. I mean, she's just sort of a rip it, a rip it type of girl. Um, my favorite Eileen story is when she was going to go on a go see for, it was for a commercial though. Right. For the kayak. Yeah. 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 And so yeah, she, yeah. Yeah, this is the the best story, and I probably will butcher it, but my version of it, I'm sure, is better than the truth. And basically, Eileen was told that she was going to go on this go-see where she was supposed to be able to flip a kayak in open water, Mm -hmm. correct? Yes, yes. In open water. Now, I don't know if any of you all listening to the show or, Jennifer, if you've ever been in a kayak. I have not. I've seen people (laughs) sit in a kayak, and I've seen them not be able to sit upright very well. She she went, she was, (laughs) were you in Canada or California at this point? I was in LA and I, you were in LA. Tried, okay. Tried, yeah. And I had done kayaking when I was younger, but I hadn't done it in years and years. So I, so tell, a, tell them I what you did. Kayak. Tell them what you did. I ran the kayak and I brought it to this little pool in the back of our apartment complex. <laughs> and it was like February, it was freezing. And I tried to flip it and I couldn't do it. So I was like, damn, what am I going to do? I can't tell my agents I can't do this, you know? So, so I went to the local pool in Santa Monica and there was a, a night where they did kayaking and I went in and I, there was one person in there and I told the guy, I said, look, I need your help. I got to learn how to do this really, really fast. Cause I'm screwed, you know? And he's like, I'll help you. So we did it. It took hours and I finally felt like I could get it back again. And then they took us out in the kayak. Like that day I booked the job and I went out and we're out in the freaking ocean. In Unbelievable. Front of like Marina Del Rey. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable and they got all the cranes in the boat yacht with all the cameras and stuff and uh and they're like okay why don't you do a couple rolls and show us you know warm up and i just like i remember crossing my you know doing the, the cross on my chest and my shoulders and going oh god please help me so i i ended up going under and sure enough i'll be damned i got up and uh flipped that and kayak she, and then they asked me to do it like four more times yeah 
And, but uh, the yeah, point of the story is, is this is Eileen. This is what she does. So you, you never, you haven't taken any business courses or anything to learn how to do this whole thing with the boots, which yeah. I think is amazing. Yeah. So it was quite a learning curve. It's been about four years now um, from start to finish. And, um, you know, not having a business course or anything like that, it's been a journey for sure. We've made a lot of mistakes. I've been in China twice. Um, we tried to get it made here in the U.S. It just was cost prohibitive. And mm-hmm. so we did end up going to China. We got screwed a few times by people over there and, and stole our money wow. and stuff. But, oh, wow. you know, I just really thought this was such a great thing because, you know, I, just to see these kids' faces light up. And there's another yeah. reason, you know, just to, to get their imaginations going, get them off the couch. They're all into their iPads and this and that. You know, yeah. like one in three children today are obese and they're not getting out and moving around and being healthy. Yeah. So it's just a fun thing. It's, it's not going to hurt anybody. It's not going to, it's going to help adults too. <laughs> yeah. So actually what's, what's really funny is, you know, we have these children's boots and these women are like, you know, the mothers, we want some, make some for us. And I said, well, I'm not going to make the funny horse face ones for women. So I came right. up with a different design that was more like a, a higher fashion model with a Gucci yeah. print of like fox hunters or adventures or Western rodeo. Which I think is so smart. And they come out really well. So we're, we're adding those to the line. And then I have another one coming out in 2018. That's another animal for the kids, but I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. You're going to have to wait. <gasps> okay. I can't wait. I can't wait. Really well, fun. this is yeah. just so cool. Um, and so, okay. So um, tell us how people can look this up um, and, and find out more about the boots. And when will they be out and ready to be ordered? So super. So we're getting to do our first production run now this month and they will be shipped overseas and arrive here in December in time for Christmas. Awesome. And so what okay. you can do yeah, is go to www.hoofit.com. Again, it's H-O-O-F as in Frank, I-T as in Thomas, Z as in zebra.com. And you can click through and see the different designs and sizes and go ahead and order. And That's they will awesome. be here for Christmas. And we also have um, a sales team that is selling them to different tax stores on the East Coast. And we are producing them so that we can get them out to the West Coast as well in the middle of the country and worldwide. And um, yeah, we're really excited about it. Very excited to get our launch and, and everything going. So and we'll also be at a bunch of trade shows. We'll be at trade shows. Yeah. We'll be at okay. you know, Rolex and Wellington Equestrian, um, the Winter Equestrian Festival in Wellington. Right. So we'll be around at a lot of That's places. Gonna be I'm awesome. sure you'll run into us for sure. I'm, yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's awesome. And again, you guys can go on Healthy Critters uh, Facebook page and find out more information by um, clicking on um, her website and find out more information and order your boots before Christmas. Yay. Thanks for having me, you guys. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to uh, having a bunch of people running around with our boots. To me up. too. Go have some yep. fun. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Hedwig. Hello, Hedwig. Hello, Tickle and Jennifer and Patsy. How are you doing? Well, you know I'm fine. Thank you for inquiring. <laughs> good. How are How, you? We're we're all good. We're Hedy. all quite good. Yes, Tickle. <laughs> Tigger, Tigger just arrived. She was late to the party. She was. Hey, <laughs> Tickle. I, I had to rescue the puppy. Well, I guess. <laughs> you can leave it to eat Advil, but then it will die. 
<laughs> oh, that's a mean thing to say. I'm just saying that's the consequence of Advil consumption. Oh, God. Don't go there. <laughs> yeah. So, Hetty, we have a question for you. And I have answers. I, I can't wait to hear. The theme in Coffee Clutch today is um, how our dogs would describe his or her human to other dogs. So how would you describe oh, your servant <laughs> to other dogs? Oh, to other dogs? Yes, as if you're going to a party of dogs and you're describing your human to them. This would be a party of primarily Pomeranians, yes? Oh, yes. Of course. Because, you know, we speak a common language, Pomeranians. <laughs> And we have similar expectations of our humans, and so they would understand the shortcomings of mine. Well, would you like to enumerate them a little bit? How would you describe it? Well, Imagine I'm a Pomeranian. So difficult for me. You are not a Pomeranian, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if I were to discuss this among friends, I would say that I had done my best, but that my human remains tremendously disobedient. For example, recently I was reduced to smelling like lemon verbena after I had rolled in a delightful food sample. <laughs> also has taken to waking up at a ridiculously early hour, turning on the light and clicking on her box. <clears throat> she is doing this for work. We all know that I carry this household and that she works for me. Uh, of course. Duh. Right. Instead, at 4 a.m., I am subjected to having to put my head under a pillow so that I can continue sleeping while she hikes. <laughs> I want to know about the lemon verbena. Would that be yeah. a war horse shampoo? It was, yes. Apparently, some judging people thought I was Senti. Thought you were what? Senti. 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 No, Senti. I smelled of a stench. Senti. senti. Yes, Senti. Gotcha. And so? So I was put in a sink and given a bath. Do we have to talk about it more? No, we don't. <laughs> I bet you smelled great afterwards. That's up, Piggle. Shut up, Tigger. Well, you know, it's funny. You just gave me an idea as I'm sitting here looking at Burke thinking, boy, he smells. I should give him a bath. So I'm going to let Burke know that Hetty, his good friend, said. That to bats go- are evil. Run, yeah. run, run, run far away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hetty. Well, I'm, I'm glad you survived your bath. and um, Me too. We appreciate your insights into your human. Yes. I could go on, of course, at great length. She has many iniquities. Uh, yes, of course. And you have none, which is no, not a one. Amazing. I am perfect. Yes, mm. Indeed. Indeed. Okay, Hetty, thanks. Bye, Hetty. Okay, 
we are now at the Tigopedia section of the show. And I feel like we should come up with a rap, like some sort of rap, like Tiga, Tiga, Tigopedia. I'm not good at this, but I think this is going to, I'm going to work on this. Do you guys think that would be great? A little, a Tiggy rap. <laughs> just just don't make it gangster rap. <laughs> no, it should be gangsta. It should be ga- Okay, anyway. Um, okay, so Tigger, I've been getting a lot of people approaching me. And asking me um, a very simple question, which is going to seem not, it's going to seem kind of silly to you, but what people should expect when they put their horse on a whole food diet, what they should be looking for, how long, you know, just in general, like what, you know, I've had a couple of people say, well, that's great. My horse looks good. Why would I switch him on to this? And then I'll go through the little thing and, you know, whatever. And, and, you know, a lot of people say, well, what do I expect when I'm taking them off of a commercial food? And putting them onto a whole food diet, what do I say, what the pros and the cons are and anything that can happen as far as what they can look like in the process of getting onto a better diet in well, three sentences or less. More complicated. <laughs> in three sentences or less. I realize I think I made it more complicated than I was originally. Yes, you did. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I think one of what the I just most said. common um, differences that you see the earliest is a change in the look in the eye. Okay. So um, a lot of horses will seem to have a softer eye. You'll start maybe noticing their habits or manners improve. If they're fussy, if they're cranky, um, that starts to dissipate. Not Mm -hmm. always. Sometimes that takes more time, but um, you have to think about the fact that once you get their gut used to eating real food that is, you know, easy to digest and not hard to break down and doesn't include, you know, things made from petroleum and coal tar or just mm-hmm. ground up rocks. Uh, imagine what that would do to your GI tract. Yeah. Um, some horses go through, it's not even a detox. They're just... Some horses, like for the first couple of days as you're transitioning over, they may not have as much energy. Um, mm-hmm. But other horses, they, they just transition right over and no problem. Right, okay. Really, yes, you're feeding for a, an, uh, a better coat and better feet, a healthier GI tract, but you're feeding for the long-term health of the horse. Mm-hmm. Because people that have um, been on a whole food diet for years, I mean, horse owners, barns, their vet bills go down significantly. Yeah. The horses are healthier and happier. They work better. They're um, able to work longer. Sometimes we have to, you know, increase certain supplements for support, especially in high performance. Mm-hmm. But it's like for the horse, if you'd been, if you were a horse and you're you know, getting your McDonald's every day and it's very tasty and yummy and delicious. And then you get switched over to an organic salad, which is also very delicious. And in time you start feeling, you know, I, I don't feel so, so I want to say heavy, but it's that sense that you're not processing stuff and it makes you just sort of feel better and lighter and happier and you can deal with things better. We know on the human side that people who undergo great stress 
um, when they eat, if they can manage to eat healthy during a stressful period, mm. they will get through the stress period way better than somebody who, you know, is binging on ice cream every night, right. which yeah. is delicious. Yeah. And I've done it a lot. <laughs> um, but, you know, the next day you go, whoa. Yeah, why'd I do that? Yep. And And the horses go through that. Not maybe mm-hmm. not as dramatically, but it comes out a lot of times in behavior. Yeah, yeah. So the short term differences is you get a change of behavior for the better. the The horse is easier to work around, a much softer eye, and long term, you get a lot more healthy years. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I think that's a good. A good a good thing for people to look for, and like I said, I've I've had a lot of people that just like want to know, and it and obviously when they're at the other end of it, um, and you know once their horses start to really look good and their body changes, because the biggest things I've always noticed is their coat and their eyes for sure, yeah. and then in six months to eight months you start to notice that their feet are better too. Yeah, you know, yeah, so, it takes time. It does unless take time. they're it critical. Does. If they're in a in critical shape, you see improvements really quickly. Like colonic yeah. ulcer horses. Yeah. But if the horse has already, you know, got a nice coat and healthy and the owner has just, I mean, the rider says, oh, this horse is just great. I don't know why I need to change. Look down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of those things okay. that you didn't, you have a what you think is a healthy, strong, happy horse. And then you transition and six months later you go, oh, wow, he's even better. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. realize they can be that much better Exactly. In areas of their in areas yeah. of their life until you you go that route. That's very interesting. Yeah. That yeah. It's, it really is a long game. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my thirty year old Lionheart is a perfect example. There we go. Yeah. Good old lion. <laughs> good old lion. Well, cool. That's good information. That's great, Tigger. Thank you for that. And here we are at Critter Nutrition, and today I'm going to talk about support for the liver. Autumn is known in traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine as a cleansing time for the liver. The liver is the body's blood filter, removing toxins and unhealthy substances. The liver is also responsible for the metabolism of carbohydrates, fats, specific proteins, free fatty acids, volatile fatty acids, sugars, and glycogen. The liver produces bile that is essential for the absorption of fats. Bile, due to its alkalinity, supports the correct pH of the small intestine. Common liver stressors can reduce the capabilities of the liver. Vaccinations, dewormers, medications, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, pesticide and herbicides, and heavy metals. Bee stings, bug bites produce toxins that the liver must then filter. Toxic plants that may not be deadly or even cause noticeable symptoms will put stress on the liver. A healthy liver can handle toxins, but when the liver is overloaded, the functionality of the liver decreases. In Ayurvedic medicine, the liver is composed of five digestive fires that correspond to the five basic elements, earth, water, air, fire, and space. If the fires burn too high or too low, or too unevenly, then toxins will enter the blood or build up in the liver. Because the liver is a filtration system, a healthy liver protects the body from the effects of toxin buildup. 
So liver support foods and herbs can be an important addition to the diet for 30 to 60 days in the fall. By supporting the liver once a year, we can keep this important organ from suffering more serious diseases and dysfunction. I use the herb milk thistle with Biostar's True Balance to provide liver support for my horses in the fall. Milk thistle is both a tonic for the liver and also helps to repair it. Milk thistle is a powerful antioxidant which can protect the liver from harmful oxidation due to increased free radicals from the exposure to environmental toxins. Milk thistle supports the growth of new liver cells. I use Star West Botanicals Organic Milk Thistle Seed Powder. I give one tablespoon twice per day. Do not feed milk thistle to pregnant or nursing mares or pregnant or nursing dogs. Milk thistle extracts are stronger than the seed powder, meaning higher in the percentage of silymarin. But I recommend the extracts for more serious liver issues. For basic liver support, I use the organic seed powder. You can also use milk thistle for dogs. Feeding the powder, you would give two to five milligrams per one pound of the dog's weight twice or three times per day. If you use a liquid extract, give one quarter teaspoon per 20 pounds of the dog's weight. Biostar's True Balance provides holy basil, also known as Tulsi, classified as an adaptogen, that which is balancing to the glandular, endocrine, and circulatory systems of the body. Tulsi increases the body's level of antioxidant molecules, such as glutathione, superoxide dismutase, and catalase, thus helping to reduce inflammation. Holy basil supports the liver, kidneys, and adrenal glands. True Balance additionally provides the medicinal mushrooms, reishi, shiitake, and turkey tail. These mushrooms help protect liver tissue and restore liver antioxidant systems to normal function while inhibiting liver enzymes that produce excessive oxidative stress. There are also herbal supplements such as Silver Linings Liver Support that include milk thistle and various other liver supportive herbs. If your horse has been diagnosed with liver disease, it is important to follow veterinary protocol. Feed changes can include lowering dietary protein and adding foods that provide the branch chain amino acids. Apple cider vinegar can be added to help reduce ammonia production. Folic acid, the B vitamins and vitamins A, E, D, and K need to be supplemented if the horse is not on a commercial complete feed. Liver support in the springtime. Dandelions are wonderful supportive plants for the liver, and I often wonder if Mother Nature made sure of a widely available spring liver tonic for horses with the arrival of dandelions. I don't do supplemental liver support in the springtime because my horses have plenty of dandelions to munch on. The liver is an amazing organ. It can regenerate itself unless it is damaged from eating a plant like tansy ragwort, which damages the liver because the alkaloids in the plant inhibit cell division. Chronic exposure to this plant leads to irreversible liver damage. Supporting the liver during a month or two of the fall season helps the liver to function optionally and play its critical role in metabolism, blood filtering, and the production of bile. Real horses and real dogs are healthier, perform better, and recover more quickly on real food. That's why Biostar empowers horse and canine owners with 100% whole food nutrition, supplements, and feeding programs. 
Biostar products are made at their own certified non-GMO facility in Gordonsville, Virginia, using real fruit ingredients that are raw, freeze-dried, or dehydrated, never cooked, and are free from artificial flavors, colors, soy, corn, wheat, and molasses. The Biostar product line includes a wide range of whole food, horse and dog supplements, treats, and unique artisan poultices that embrace the ancient and traditional uses of clay and plants. Visit BiostarUS.com today and learn about whole foods and canine and equine nutrition so you can make the best decisions about the care and health of your horses and dogs. That's BiostarUS.com. Whole food nutrition the way nature intended. And we're at Coffee Clutch, and I I thought it would be an interesting exercise for um, us mm-hmm. to get into the minds of our dogs. Um, yes. So, uh, ooh. yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, that, that, that would be puppy barking at cat. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a workster. I think I think I can I can uh, uh, translate that <laughs> pretty easily. Yeah, I think um, I can. Anyway, so. We're imagining that our dogs are all together with a bunch of other dogs and they're just hanging out under the trees and they're talking about their humans. Mm-hmm. So Coffee Clutch is, is focused on what our dogs would tell other dogs about us. Yeah, I, I, Tigger, I can't wait to hear what dog you picked. I, I insist you go first. No, no, I'm going last. No, I want to hear yours first. I just, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> me too. What yeah, Jennifer to go first? No, you always right. make me go first. Yeah, but I you do always not. end up doing it. <laughs> it's because you're good, Jennifer. I'll go first because mine is not particularly creative. Okay. Uh, when we got when we when when Tigger told me what the coffee clutch was going to be, I thought hard, mm-hmm. and what I came up with is Glory, who is our greyhound. I don't think she thinks a lot. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't think. But when a, she does, she I, thinks what? She thinks. Uh, I hope mom gives me eggs for breakfast. Oh. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. So, how would she describe you? She would describe me as egg she, person. She gives me <laughs> eggs for breakfast sometimes. Yes. She, I think she's very much in the here and now. You know, she gives me eggs for breakfast sometimes. She's not, she's not afraid of the scary outdoors mm. and makes me go out in them. Right. Um, and uh, she loves it when I am angry enough at the other member of our pack. That would be Glenn, my husband. I was going to say, oh, yeah, I figured that, that right out. <laughs> that I, well, for maybe somebody who's not a regular listener. That uh, I kick him out of the primary spot for hanging out in the evening and make him go on the floor with her. He loves that, or she loves that, because then he gets to snuggle, too. So she, so she, she sees you as the constant provider, is what it sounds like. I, I'm the constant provider, not the snuggler. I'm the vending uh-huh. machine. You're the vending machine. <laughs> I can just see Glory going, you know one of those boxes that stuff comes out of? That's my mom. You just push a button. You just push the button. You wag your tail. You dance up and down and you smile. And she gives you eggs. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Got like that. 
that's, that's how Glory would describe me. The vending machine. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> All right, Tigger, you want me to go next? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I chose Burke, who is my, um, I guess he's, he must be a year old now, Australian uh, shepherd. And I still, he's still a puppy. And um, the thing you need to know about Burke before I describe my, how he would describe me to other uh, puppy friends is that um, Burke constantly wiggles his butt. So if you if you're scolding Burke, he's going, okay, okay, I'll never do that again. No, okay, no problem, no problem. Like he's like, okay, yeah, no, not, not a big deal. And he sits down, he looks up against, he goes, okay, are we good? Are we good? Like he's just, he's that, he is the ultimate he just, he just, it, it, Hannah makes fun of him because he's like, how can you yell at a dog that's constantly going, okay, okay, not a problem. We'll never do it again. So pretty much Burke would be hanging out with the other dogs and the other dogs would be complaining about their owners. And Burke would be like, oh my God, no, my mom is the best. I stare at her all the time. And then when she does something, even if she sort of raises her voice, I wag my tail because I think she's so great. And she gives me food, but everything she does is just awesome. And I lean up against her all the time. And then she does that, and then that's awesome. And then we sit by a chair all day long, and she teaches us, and she yells at people, and I think that's awesome. So pretty much the dog thinks I'm awesome. And I know that's what he tells the dog. What more could you ask? No, you could. I have a very good friend that um, uh, has an Australian shepherd, um, and she got a female a little bit after Burke and she just gets, she gets mad because Burke will just stare at me and she goes, and she is a female. Okay. So as you're very going to be learning here, Tigger, as you know, cause you just got your they're little, very wiki. different. <laughs> they're very different and they're very independent and they're the males are, you know, it just always been my experience, not just in the breed, but just in dogs in general is that they, they really um, tend to be a little, I find a little bit they're more. Needy. Affectionate. Yeah, they're needy, and Burke is needy. I mean, I, he, right now he has. We're holding paws, we're holding hands as we're talking because he has to lean up against me, and everything that I do, he just thinks is awesome. But they're just, you know, the females just I don't think are as much like that, at least in my experience. And she gets so mad. Her name is Rose. She gets so mad. She goes, "Yeah, Zoe never looks at me like that." And I'm like, "I'm so sorry." Burke looks at me enough for about you and five other people. So. But he just, yeah, every, and I'm sure the other dogs are going, oh my gosh, she's not that great. <laughs> yep, she feeds us, she lets us out, we get water, but come on, she's not that great. Yeah. So, that's perfect. Well, I picked Kimasabi. Of course, oh, okay, that's what I was hoping. Um, and he does have his book coming out uh, December 1. I'm I'm waiting. Um, the by world the way, according to Kimasabi. Yeah, and I I want my copy and I want it signed. <laughs> yes, ma'am. By him. Yes. Okay, it's paw print. Yeah, yes, I want his paw print. Um, when I asked him how he would describe me to, uh, you know, other dogs other than his pack members, mm -hmm. he rolled his eyes and groaned. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yes, well, it's I... the long-suffering Kimasabi. Oh, <laughs> because as he says, one minute he has Julia Child in the kitchen and the next minute he has some raving lunatic that has just discovered something and she's shrieking and she's excited and <laughs> and he just never knows what's going to pop up next. So his his philosophy is you go with the flow <laughs> and um, if 
he is very um he said that because i'm i am a dingbat he has to be very protective of uh, men that are around me okay so if a man comes around and just gets um steps a little too close kimasabi is right there trying to bite the kneecap <laughs> not not hard, of course, not enough to cause injury, but just to make the point of, uh, you know, keep a safe distance, buddy. Yeah, this is my mom. Yeah, well, this is this this poor human that really <laughs> needs me. And if she didn't have me, she, she wouldn't be able to function. Um, I think he really appreciates my Julia Child. Oh, good. Um, abilities. Yes, that would be one of the high points. And I think he enjoys the travel portion, although guarding the hotel room and um, that's an exhausting job. Yes, I can imagine. Yeah. And guarding the car and, you know, everything else. But um, I, I do think he he sees me as this wacky human being <laughs> that's fun to live with, but is just not like all the other humans he sees at the dog park. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to be different. It's okay to be different. That's it right. Is. That's right. That's right. And that's what he says to the other dogs when they look at him a little a little askance. Yeah. Raise their eyebrows. He says, It's okay to be different. Yes. <laughs> right. I'm not sure he says that. We're all unique. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. he says, This is my cross to bear. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if he should meet Burke because I don't want Burke changing his opinion. It's so funny because it's almost like he knows I was just I was just talking because now he was sitting. We had to hold pause or now he's just laying on top of me. He goes, he's <laughs> just so funny. They're all so funny. Well, good old Kimasabi. Yeah, yep, he's the man. He's the go. man. So where can folks go if they want to uh, put a picture up of their dog and tell us how their dog oh, describes them? Great idea. Yeah. They can go to our Facebook page, Tigger. And what is it? Healthycrittersradio.com is yeah, our website. website. That, yeah, and you can find us on Facebook at Healthy Critters Radio. Yeah. I'm going there yeah. right now. Good. Do it. Put a picture of your dog up. I think I'm going to picture, put a picture of Burke up with the sunglasses. Oh, yeah. That's a great photo. It yeah, it was. It's a, it should be a Maui Jim commercial. <laughs> it should be. Right? <laughs> it should be. All right. So everybody everybody out there put up some pictures of their pups or their or their cats or their chickens. <laughs> Anything. Or their puppies. Or their puppies. Yes. Thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks to our sponsor, Biostar US. You can find them online at biostarus.com. Get the Horse Radio Network phone app on iOS or Android by searching for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and easy to use. For details about today's show, go to HealthyCrittersRadio.com where you can find links, photos, and more information about our guests. As always, we love your feedback. Please follow us on Facebook under Healthy Critters Radio. Be sure to visit all the great shows on Horse Radio Network at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Love your dog. Hug your horse. Feed your chickens. Clean your litter box. Dance with your goat. Slither with your snakes. Howl at the moon. Hang with your hamster. Party with your parrot. Waddle with your walrus. Outwit your otter. 
Cuddle your cows. Rap with your raptor. Go chipping with your chipmunks. Forgive your fox. While hedging your hog. We also recommend that you rack with your raccoon. Gyrate with your giraffe. Meditate with a meerkat. Uber with your orangutan. Facebook with your flamingo. Ponder with your panda. Walk with your wookie. Yawn with your yak. Twitter with your toucan. Go raining with your reindeer. Dropbox your dragon. <laughs> <laughs>